Yes. If you want to see the fifth, I'll let I you. I did see the chicken wire. I did. I did. I can't not see it. Oh, I the chicken. Schemes. A friendship thing, even we look at you. Girl, girl, we gotta go again. We gotta go again. <laughs> Are you ready? Uh, this is why I can't think while we record. <laughs> okay, so, okay, just just read while we record. Are you ready? <laughs> hey, welcome to Scams, Swindles, and Schemes. Friendship thingy where we look at internet culture stuff, everyday problems, and ideas that may be more pervasive than you thought. And then we determine if something is a... Scam. A swindle. Or a scheme. Mm -hmm. I'm Anissa Miller, filling in for Greta Van Real. And I'm Devin Whitlock, filling in for Dr. Greta Gutman. <laughs> Quick legal rundown, this show is for entertainment purposes only. Everything we say is alleged and only our highly misinformed opinion. Please remember to raise the perceived value of this podcast by hitting like, commenting, and subscribing. Otherwise, we're just two weirdos talking on the internet. All right, Devin, here is our first story. There is an Instagram video of this founder, Greta Von Real. Let's watch it and let's discuss. Let me Two and a half months before December the 5th, which was our million dollar day. So that actually ended up accidentally becoming the kind of central unique value proposition of the entire brand. It helped position us in the market, whereas before that we were just like these cool, minimal watches. Now we were exclusive and now we were focusing a lot on scarcity and that was driving a lot of perceived value for our brand as well because traditionally a lot of designer items are exclusive because they're expensive. You know, that $4,000 handbag is exclusive because not that many people can afford it, therefore not that many people have it and that adds the exclusivity and increases perceived value. We were exclusive because we were only available for a limited amount of time. So that limited sales model not only increased the exclusivity, but it increased demand through scarcity as well. And we had a really, really strong, compelling yeah. Watch the whole thing. During the month. So basically, for 25 days a month, we would be collecting leads or emails, any way that we could kind of notify our customer that we were like going to launch or go live. So we would do things like send out calendar invites. If text message had been a thing at the time, we would have been able to do text blasts. We had push notifications enabled through our website. We had all these different kind of means to let people know that You're not going to be happy about the way your face looks in this episode. You're just like... <laughs> our website, we'd lock it with a password, and only people who had signed up to our waitlist would send the password. So that created a really, like I said, strong, compelling reason to sign up each month, or you wouldn't even be able to access the store, let alone, you know, buy a watch. Okay. Oh. Dear readers, this is what's up. Are we recording? Yes, we're recording. Okay, 
right? Mm -hmm. So Greta Van Riel is the owner of a brand called The Fifth. Basically, the concept of this company is they take cheap made in China items, shout out to China, right? And they increase not the brand, not the value of the item, the perceived value of the item. If this is some late stage capitalism, <laughs> everything wrong. We, like manufactured scarcity. Like, why would you be proud of that? That's why people are starving. It's like girl. So they increase the perceived um, value of this item through scarcity, not by making it way more expensive. It's don't get me wrong, it is overpriced. It is overpriced. But they couldn't even bother to invest the quality of high-end production like like more luxury brands might. And a lot of common day luxury brands are not what they used to be. Anyways. If they so ever they, were. No, I would say yes, because I remember buying stuff from United Color of Benetton and Gap, and the quality was really nice. And um, anyways, so yeah. what they do is they make the item expensive, but they also limit how long you can buy the item. And so she's telling people that I made a million dollars in one day, and all because I told people that this pair of shades was only available for purchase for 20 minutes. It's like the supreme business model. So my question to you is, is a brand running scarcity on availability, whether it is in quantity for pre-order or in the time you're allowed to buy it? Is that a scam, swindle, or scheme? I mean, it's practically the definition of scam just because your whole business model is based on lying. But, mm -hmm. like, you know, but I mean, at the same time, like the way that we kind of play fast and loose with our definitions, like it's, you know, it's not, I mean, I, I, I guess it's in the same way. Okay, cool. Scam. Because she says, if you listen to the video again, she says, we use psychological marketing tactics. Girl, marketing <laughs> tactics already is just volatile. But psychological, if you have to underscore the psychological part of your marketing <laughs> tactics, We're playing you're on the road game. to scam. Yeah, yeah, you're on the road to scam, Bill. Yeah. Anything I was else? angry almost immediately with that video because, like, founder, like, what kind of, like, Masters of the Universe supervillain, like, bad spelling, like, you can't trademark founder spelled regularly. So you're going to take out the vowels and trademark that. Yeah, silicon, capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. No one wants to be founder magazine. Founder. <laughs> you know what? They probably are funders because they didn't found anything. They didn't found new technology and watches they didn't found new design she look she mentions nothing about what being interested in watches and watch development all she did was source some watches probably from alibaba mm -hmm. and then sign maybe signed an exclusivity contract to for like you know what she probably didn't even 
Because someone out there is going to be like, these are the fifth dupes. She probably owns a business that are selling dupes of the fifth watches. Yeah. <laughs> and she has a team of developers who are doing it all anyway. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, by developers, I hope you mean just engineering people and not people who actually develop watches because I guarantee you she got those watches from Alibaba. So uh, this story is a user submitted story. The user says, <laughs> a listener says, uh, it was my birthday and Jason's Deli did not send me my birthday coupon. So I emailed customer service, sorry. So they emailed customer service and um, <clears throat> customer service replied with their $5 Jason's Deli's coupon. And this is how they use the coupon. They go to Jason Zelly. They say, hey, I want to use the birthday coupon and I want to get it on the salad bar. The salad bar is probably like nine bucks. Nine minus five is four. They pay their $4. They go to the salad bar and the they get like one of those plastic salad food containers that's probably as big as a four dummies bowl. <laughs> and then what you do is you take all the pickles and you put it in the box. <laughs> then, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and tell you it was me, right? <laughs> so, hey, and, shame. I'm just yeah. worried that somebody from Jason's Deli will see this and then discontinue the birthday coupons. Sean, can you please delete the fact that I admitted it was me? Okay, great. Thanks. <laughs> so... <laughs> So this person, definitely not me, puts all the pickles, all the pickles in there, which is probably equal to a jar or a half jar worth of pickles. Then they went for a ton of black olives, put it in there, and then they went for the um, the peppers, the habanero peppers. And in there, there's lots of space in there. And then what else is in there? And then Jason's Deli gives you like two smaller containers and they fill it with ranch dressing. And basically that is how this person gets their condiments for the year. Nice. And then you go home and you separate the items. Like it doesn't matter if even if the items mang together for an hour, they don't really like interchange juices. They're all like the same pickled taste. So now you have, you can get like a jar full of black olives, pickles, <laughs> habanero peppers, and a half That's bottle cool. of ranch dressing for $3. And that is a life hack. <clears throat> so is this a scam, a swindle, or a scheme? <laughs> oh, scheme. It's, uh, it, uh, yeah, it, I, I, I'm jealous of how well you, uh, this, of how well this, this person pulled it off. Mm-hmm. This listener. Like so going will... to the salad bar and just covering up a bunch of shrimp and lettuce. So I will say this. What, what did the listener says? The listener says that this year during the Panini Press, when they went for their Jason's Deli re-up, the manager and a snitching ass dishwasher person tried to muscle them out of the restaurant. But they had their masks on, so they were feeling extra confident. So when the dishwasher was standing on the other side of the salad bar, (laughs) 
watching them like they were just like just four more scoops and I'm gonna go Linda like can you chill is the dishwasher invested like was it actually like like what does dishwasher care he's the lowest on the totem pole he Girl. he should be like you know solidarity uh, you know I mean where is the class solidarity you know where where Unless, I would that was, this. unless that was secretly Jason, an undercover boss or something. Was there a... <laughs> right? Jesus, is this how you use my coupons? <laughs> Rate this a swindle. Because it's swindle. not wrong to use a birthday coupon. It's not wrong to fill your container at the salad bar. But you definitely, dear reader, Saw the tides change and went full scam. No, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a swindly scheme. It's a swindly yeah. birthday scheme. Mm-hmm. And, and I think uh, the reader says they don't ever go to Jason's Deli other than to use. <laughs> <laughs> that will probably be like you know. I'm sure some people will be like, "How dare you? I love Jason's Deli." And others will be like, "Whoa, Jason's Deli!" Yeah. I mean. It, the, the food obviously is edible for them to be going there. And, yeah. Um, so do you know what a lace front wig is? I've heard the term before. <laughs> okay. So a lace front wig is not just for Black people. It's for people, I'm going to say for performers. It's basically, do you know what chicken wire is? Yes. Okay. So imagine... <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> uh, let me Google chicken wire to make sure I know what chicken wire is. Chicken wire, but like on a really tiny scale, made with like laced threads. And you're tying strands of hair onto the different, um, you know, sides of the Pentagon, right? Okay. And you're essentially going to make a wig. And so these wigs usually look like a person's real hair because it's like... Oh, it mimics the hair. Yeah, line. because it's not like traditional wigs where there's a blunt line. You can actually like pluck the front or whatever. So these YouTubers, who I love, wants me to believe that this new wig that they put that they put on is virtually undetectable. Yeah. Full <laughs> oh, screen. Yeah. Okay. Got the time pumped up. Here we go. It had to happen to that lace. So I mean, yeah. let, let's zoom in on that lace right quick. Ooh. Oh, he's zooming in quick. Was it the extreme close-up? <laughs> lace wire. Um, <laughs> watch someone in the comments be like, right there. I don't. I don't see it though. Like, do y'all see yeah. the lace? I don't see the lace. Good, right? Do y'all Straight see the, the lace? Box. All right, well, it didn't come in the box. Straight out the bag. <laughs> Your stocking cap slid back. I see cross-hatching. It looks nice. I'm telling you, your stocking cap be sliding. But that's all right, because it's way got <laughs> What did you see, Debbie? This is a safe space. I don't want to say. <laughs> I, I would like to protect my friend for a minute and say that I'm not asking him to make commentaries on Black women or Black women here. 
I am just asking Devin, can you see the chicken wire? I am asking Devin, can you see the lipstick on my teeth? That is all I'm asking you, Devin. And, and I fight you, fight you internet, okay? I'm not setting you up in a trap. Just tell me what you see. Wait, look, let's get a close-up of my part. <laughs> On my, this is a real scalp. We'll compare contrast. Yes, <laughs> yes. If you want to see this, I'll let I you. did see the chicken wire. I did, I did, I did. I can't not see it. Oh, the chicken wire. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Glam Fam. Right. I get that you make money with Hair BB. They're your sponsor. But bye bye. Bye 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 bye. I can see it. If I step, if I stand, let's say if I stand this close to you, right? I can see. I can see. I can see it. It only looks good on pictures. Well, it could, you know, pictures you're able to, you know, touch it them only up. looks good on pictures. It only looks good on TV. It only looks good on stage far away. I can see it. And the thing is, even in person, I think a lot of women look phenomenal with their, their lace wigs. But sometimes I feel like it's not worth the effort. I feel like you are better off with a wig with a bang or like how my hair currently is parted with like the hair falling over my hairline. They're wasting time trying to glue all that mess on your head. I won't belabor the point. Thank you. I, you saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been going to you know a barber and ordering the usual for 20 years, so I can't comment on anybody's hair. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. This this was a trap. Um, oh. The hair looks neat. The hair looks beautiful, but it is visible. Don't tell me it's not visible. Well, especially when you zoom in on HD camera for YouTube. I mean, that wasn't doing right? anybody any favors. Uh, mm -mm, couldn't be me filming in HD. Do you see this potato cam production? This is me. Y'all not gonna judge me. Okay, Marks. That's all we have for you today. Uh, please like, comment, share, and be sure to report us to the Better Business Bureau. Mm, tell us we are great. Uh, I'm Onisia Muller. You can find me on Twitter at Onisia Muller, M-U-L-L-E-R. Um, and tell me how much you hate me for like revealing Black women here secrets and calling it a scam, a swindle scheme. And all that good stuff. I'll, I'll take the I'm Devin Whitlock, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Devin Agonistes. That's D E V I N A G O N I S T E S. I'm not going to repeat that. <laughs> You're not going to repeat that. Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Use shorthand. <laughs> yeah, right? 
You can find bonus content, more episodes, and multiple ways to send us your banking information, social security number, and PayPal login at venetiamuller.com forward slash scams. That's scams with three S's. <laughs>